0: for tuning in to another episode of my not so balanced life podcast. I'm Natalie. And I'm Allie. And it definitely shouldn't have taken us this long to record this intro, so grab a snack and let's chat. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode of my not so balanced life podcast. Why are you sticking your tongue out at me? Sorry, welcome. <laughs> really feeling alive right now. <laughs> this is living at 27. Allie's just sticking her tongue out at me, yeah. And I'm in my jammies.
1: Ooh, this is life. This is this is living, it really is. Though, I don't know how people do like how people go out anymore. I mean, don't get me wrong, like, I'm a fun 27 year old, but. I would like, okay. So last night, Natalie and I, um, and Brian, and then we went out with two of our friends, Cindy and Tommy, who they're married. Um, and we went out as like a triple date. It was so stinking fun. We went to Grape in the Grain, which is like this Love that place.
0: I don't even know what like a, a wine whatever. bar. Like a, a wine bar, yeah. with some with some beer options also. Hence yeah. grape. Grape in the grain. Oh yeah. I'm here. I, I, okay. All right. The concept now I when do, I realized I just, that I was like, this makes so much more sense.
1: I didn't understand where the grain came in, but now I'm getting it. Um, yeah, they had live music. They had a food truck. It was so much fun and we just had such a nice time, but like, I don't how people go out to like bars anymore. Like late at night. I just, I don't know.
0: I can't do I it. anymore. Know.
1: I mean, if I'm, like, a girl's night out, like, maybe, like, when we went out for your bachelorette, like, that was, like, I was done after, like, an hour and a half being out, and I'm, like, I'm about to explode. They don't know these Florida girls. They don't know how we do.
0: I don't. I don't remember who told me on the volleyball team, but like when I turned 21, like my 21st birthday, someone from the volleyball team that I knew was like, All right, so you're 21. Just as a heads up, everything goes downhill after 21. <laughs> and like I, had,
1: like I peaked at like 23, like 22, wow. 23. I was, was doing yeah. I was doing really well. Now I feel but-
0: like so much more It hurts. I just
1: feel crusty.
0: Like, my feet hurt so bad this morning, and I was like, we barely even stood up. Oh, my
1: God. (laughs) My stomach hurt. Like, Brian and I haven't had, like, fried food in a really long time, and I got tater... Wow, I almost said... Tater tots. Tater tots. I had tater tots and fried chicken bats. Okay, that's what I had last night. And Brian had these meatballs like or mozzarella stuffed meatballs wrapped in bacon hell yeah those
0: things are so good
1: (laughs) I didn't try them but they looked good but um with yucca fries or yucca fried yucca and I got home and I I felt like my stomach was inflated it was like like I was so bloated and I'm like Brian touch my stomach and he's like that is like hard and I'm like yes (laughs) what's happening? here. I couldn't even sleep. I had to use like essential oils on my stomach to like help with the pain. And Brian had to like rub my stomach to, for me to be able to go to sleep because I was like throwing up in my mouth. That's how full I was.
0: See, I wish, actually I don't wish because that sounds really terrible, but like, I wish I had more of an issue to certain foods like that because then I wouldn't wolf them down as quickly as I probably do. Like I did with the yuca fries last night. I went to town. I didn't, even, I didn't even see the
1: yuca fries in your plate. <laughs>
0: That's how fast you <laughs> ate them. I probably didn't breathe, and I will be the first one to admit. I mean,
1: I liked those tater tots. They were really good. I like my tots.
0: My tots yeah. are good. Oh um, my gosh. Allie, what? Episode 19.
1: It's just wild, guys. It's just been a wild ride. Not really. It's actually been a pretty steady ride, like with ups, like a few ups and downs, but it's been a pretty steady ride, like, nonetheless.
0: We went from these little baby birds that knew shit a couple months ago, and now here we are. We're 20 episodes deep, or 19 episodes, almost 20 episodes. Yeah, 20 episodes deep almost. And And on our 20th episode, you guys
1: can expect something fun, a revamp, if you will. Oh yeah. And um and a little uh a, little uh a little pizzazz. All right, we'll just tell you. We're gonna do a giveaway. We're gonna do a giveaway the next episode. There's no point in trying to hide it. Like I just don't do well with secrets like that, like secret marketing. Like I'm just so fucking terrible at it. I'm like, look, we're giving away X, Y, and Z. Do you want it or not? Uh guerrilla Force tactic. <laughs> <laughs> I just like I get the whole concept, you know, of like enticing people, like, oh, I have to tune in to know what it is. But it's like you're gonna know what it is when I put like when I post it. So like why can't I just tell you now?
0: Well, there you go, you guys. Episode 20, which will be the Tuesday after this episode, because we release every single Tuesday for the newbies out there. So in a week from today. In a week. Tune in. It's gonna be lit. But right now, we're in 19. Yes. And right now, Allie, I know that we had the conversation a little bit ago about how fabulous of a time we had last night with some genuinely great people. Kudos to our little circle of friends because we just feel really happy with you guys. And Tommy and Cindy, I'm,
1: this is directly for you guys. I'm, yeah. I'm going to plan that trip to Colorado in January. For Tommy, Natalie, and my birthdays. Yeah. How do you say that? Like multiple birthdays for our birthdays.
0: The triple trifecta birthday. Yeah. It's the age of Aquarius. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how old Tommy
1: is, but.
0: All of our birthdays are two days apart from each other. So at first yeah. it was Tommy's, then mine, then and then Allie's.
1: And what was crazy is that Tommy is an only child. Brandon is an only child and I'm an only child. So it was like, it was perfect. We're split right down the middle and I love it. What are the
0: odds of that? Truly like, what are the odds? We had to do an <laughs> only child episode because- the, Oh yeah. The more we talk about it, the more I'm just like, your life is different. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's different. It is different. But- I love it. In the future. But right now we're in the present. And right now I want to talk about- the opposite of... Wait, hold on. Let's do a quick
1: weekly rundown. She always forgets this. It's like, it's in between what she just read and what she's going to read. Like, she just purposely skips this. All
0: right, now, what is we the current... Carb- we've are had... You- hold on. Take, take a pause. We've had this live segment in the show notes for months now, and we've gone over it one time. <laughs> so... <laughs> And we didn't even use the episode
1: because it was it wasn't recorded well, anyway, guys. All right, Natalie, are you reading a book, or are uh, you reading anything? No, I'm
0: not. <laughs> read <laughs> Are you educated? Um, currently not reading anything. I am though back into the Handmaid's Tale. The new season's out on Hulu, and it is magic. What?
1: So yeah. Yes. I freaking love that. Okay. So that's the current show you're watching. Yeah. Okay. I am reading, well, I just finished a book called The Latte Factor and it's on um finances. I am getting so into finances and money and saving and like investing. <sighs> I'm like so up its ass like I don't even see where I came in like I, I'm so up in there <laughs> I was just here and yeah here <laughs> yeah it was such a good book and now I'm reading you're a badass at making money mm. I actually so have my heard my Jen one. Sincero Sincero is it the Sincero? yellow book no that's just you're a badass but oh. it's like it's like the same author got it um so yeah, yeah that's my next book and my current show that I'm watching, uh, well, Brian and I are, ca- well, Brian's catching up on Handmaid's Tale because he's never seen it. So good. I know. It's sad. And we're watching um, the assassination of Gianni Versace, an Ooh, American crime story. Is it good? I've heard so many uh, good things. I'm only on episode one. And I was like, I think I just need to put this on pause because the main character, he's from Glee. And he's Kurt's Blaine Anderson. So oh. when I see him in this, I'm like, Blaine. Is it Blaine? I think so. No, that sounds wrong. Oh my God. All my Gleeks out there are probably like, what? I gotta ask Brandon. What are you even doing? I'm not sure. Yeah, it's Blaine Anderson. All right, I was right. Anyway, he his character is like very much the opposite of Blaine Anderson, so I'm having a really hard time with it, but
0: I guess that is a little bit of a conflicting character change, yeah. But
1: that's what Brian and I are watching now, and we started watching the show called Easy as well. Oh, I've seen
0: that one too. Okay. Did you like it? No, not no. Let let me back up. I haven't actually watched (laughs) it. it. (laughs) I haven't even watched it. I've just seen it like pop up on our little preview screen. You know, it's a little
1: uncomfortable. Like, not like I don't know. The actors in it are a little. I don't know. Whatever.
0: I'm giving it a shot. We've also started watching Chernobyl, which episode one was awesome.
1: So I started watching it. I was like three minutes in and I'm like, I'm bored. But I think I need to actually like sit down and do and like watch it. Not like on my
0: lunch break, you know? Yeah. Well, you need some character development too. Three minutes is not enough depth of time for, for the character development. Fine. So I'll give it five. Okay. Five. Then you Gucci. Okay. So those are icebreakers. Now can we get into talking about this conversation that I want to talk about here?
1: Yes, but really quick, I had um oh I God. I run an orientation at my job, like and we give evaluations at the end of every day to see what we could do better for the next time. Hmm. And one of and we I do a human bingo icebreaker because it gets everybody out of their seats. It gets, you know, like everyone super comfortable with each other. Yeah. And someone wrote I really like how the ice was broken earlier as my, is my feedback. And I'm like, cool.
0: Thanks. (laughs) I don't know how to respond to that.
1: I was, all I could do was laugh. And I'm like, like, you like the way it was broken or you like that it was broken early on. Yeah. I, (laughs) I just laughed. I was like, okay, cool thanks i know exactly who wrote this but it's supposed to be like anonymous but i'm like you're the only one with a blue pen
0: <laughs> gotcha got him all right well, you're First really thing. great at breaking ice so yeah in case you your are just water. smash it <laughs> I'm such a dad joke in a way anyways so friendships we're bringing this topic back up because we've had some really great experiences as of late with our friends, but we know that's not the case for everybody. So i want to talk about bad friendships, Allie. We all have them. We all know they're out there, but like, we might not really know what to do with them and how to handle them appropriately. So Allie, in your words, how do you define a bad friend?
1: It's very easy to <laughs> define a bad friend. I could even show you, I could even show you a few pictures of some bad friends I've had. Um, But a bad friend is somebody, and I read this, I don't remember where, um, but a bad friend is somebody who, or like not a true friend, right? It's someone who wants to see you succeed, but not more than them. Mm. And, or somebody who maybe you do something that's out of the norm or like not their norm and they immediately like write you off. Mm. So that's for me, that's a bad friend or somebody that talks crap about their friends around you. And so it's kind of like, okay, it's kind of like when a guy cheats on his wife, Mm right? Right. And then he ends up like staying with the person he cheated with. Right. Mm -hmm. And so then I'm like, as, as the other woman, like, how are you comfortable dating somebody or marrying somebody who cheated on their wife? So like what makes it, he's probably going to cheat on you too. You know what I mean? So it's like, if you have a friend that's talking crap about other people to you, You can 100% guarantee that that person is also talking shit about you to other people.
0: Amen to that.
1: And I'm not going to say that I have never talked shit. Like, if I'm in a mood, there's just going to be shit
0: coming out of my mouth. I just want you guys to know, because you can't see her, um, Allie has a really high bun right now, and that thing is bouncing all over talking about this conversation right now. Yeah. Yes. I agree to all of the above it's really hard to know in some cases <laughs> and I feel like I feel like you only can really put a good finger and good pulse on a bad friend when you have kind of I don't know lived your life a little bit like I don't I feel like back in high school and middle school like it was all these about like oh quantity of friends quantity you know like how many friends I have blah blah blah, blah, blah. but like as I've gotten older I'm just like To me, I want to invest my time and my energy into the people that matter. Yes. And for me, I kind of have, like, this image in my mind of, like, a bad friendship as being, like, a parasite. Does that make sense? Like a virus. Or, like, a virus. You know? I mean, those are, like, really, like, strong words But at this point in my life, meningitis, that's even more aggressive, but like a cancer at this point in my life, I'm just like, if it physically is exhausting for me and my energy to be in a friendship, I probably shouldn't be in that friendship. It's kind of like a relationship. You know, like when you're with someone, whether it be a significant other or whether it be a friend, like any type of relationship, there is a level of easiness that should be in that relationship. I'm not saying that's all the time. Obviously, like shit hits the fan pretty frequently, no matter who you talk to. But if it feels like it's physically exhausting to you to have a relationship with someone, Or be in a relationship with someone, you might need to reconsider directionally where that relationship is going. Does that make sense? A little bit. Absolutely. Like I I just, I just want to surround myself with people that are easy to get along with. I don't want to feel like it has to take an immense amount of work to be with someone at this point, whether that be a a spouse or, or a friend. And if I'm feeling exhausted. From interacting with you, that's a problem to me. I don't know. Maybe that's just how I see it now.
1: So I kind of see it from like both perspectives, right? So, like, when you have people, like, if you're friends with people and you're kind of on like a different path, mm. or if you're at like a different point, you know, in your life than like maybe they are, it's kind of exhausting for them too. Oh, like, yeah. to have you around and you be like, well, like, I don't really want to do that or like that's not really what I like to do. So they're just like okay. And, and but you still go and granted you're still having fun cuz you're around your quote unquote friends. But it's also exhausting for them because they know that like you truly don't necessarily want to be there. So I can see it from that perspective where it's like exhausting and tiring for them to like make you be someone that you're not.
0: Hmm.
1: Um, but again, like if you're not happy in that friendship or if you only have like one thing in common, then, and it, they're not, it's not a mutually beneficial relationship, then there's really like, I don't know. I don't know.
0: Well, I think something that's really important to kind of like mention though, is that, I mean, as we kind of like progress through the different phases of our lives, our needs, And values evolve, right? And sometimes that can be applied to friendships. Like when you surround yourself in different environments with different people, you kind of evolve into what you're surrounding yourself with. And I think that sometimes creates conflict in terms of like, what I like to do versus like what you like to do and also creates conflict in terms of like understanding one another. But to me, that's that's not like a bad friendship. That's just my needs changed. Our friendship has evolved because of that. But we're still friends. For me, like a bad friend is someone that's sucking the life out of me. Like if I feel like you're just using me, if I feel like I'm putting my time and my energy committed to you to be with you, and I'm not feeling that reciprocated in any way. Like I am the kind of person, and you know this, like I'm the kind of person that if you text me in five minutes saying, I need you ASAP, I will stop everything to be there for you. That is just my way of handling things. That's just how I function. Like my friends are like my family. Like if I'm calling you a friend, you are like family to me. So. I take that really seriously. So if I feel like I am giving, giving, giving and not getting anything back, that's a really shitty, friend right? That's not a good relationship. Like that's very one. No, because that's a parasite. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> exactly what a
1: parasite is. That's but, exactly what I'm saying. Um, Brian has said this to me and then to, I, he hadn't said it to me in a while. And then we were talking about the topic for the episode and he said it again. He said, everyone deserves our empathy and respect, but not everyone deserves our feelings, emotions, concerns, or us as a whole.
0: Oh, that is such a good piece of advice. And I was like, who are you right now? Wow. That is deep. And that is very, very, very
1: true. And, you know, Brian, and he's told me this too. He's like, I've lost friends. I've gained friends um, you know, throughout life, you just, people change and like, you know, you drift apart or you notice that, wow, this person was really a terrible friend. And I don't even know why I put time and effort into that person. Um, but he's like, it doesn't, I'm still going to treat them with respect. Like if I see them out, I'm still going to be like, Hey man, like what's up? Or, you know, shake their hand or whatever. I'm not going to be disrespectful to you, but you're also not gonna get everything that I have to offer yeah, you're not like,
0: gonna go out of your way like I I totally agree with that I think I think one thing with like handling a bad friendship or like a, a friendship that's kind of drifting apart a little bit or isn't really a friendship anymore is how you respond to it after that separation happens it's like going through a breakup it's it's like going through a breakup. Like my, I
1: think for friends, it's only like a breakup or like a separation like that. If uh, never mind, never mind. Go no, ahead. say it. No, 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 I just I can't I can't pull the thoughts. Like I had a a line, like I had a path where I was going with that statement, and it just kind of dwindled. Like i literally no idea how I was going to finish that sentence.
0: Well, I will say, like if a if a friendship is like truly falling apart, I think how you respond to it is kind of important. It's like. It's like when I broke up with my ex, like I found out all that stuff happened with my ex, like all of it. Mm-hmm. And in that moment, I had, ev- I had literally every single right to lose my shit on him. Every single right in the book. You cheated on me, dude. You deserve literally none of my respect, mm-hmm. but I did it. I didn't. I just moved forward with my life. I just handled my business as an adult. I think like a true test of how you are as a person and how you handle yourself as a person is a testament. Um, the biggest testament is how you handle those kinds of situations after they sort of fall apart. And, you know, Brian's absolutely right. Like, even if you're quote unquote, not a friend with some body or you're no longer friends, that doesn't mean you have to be an asshole unless right. here's the thing, but there's a very fine line to that. And let me, let me back it up. Unless they've thrown you through the ringer, like and have disrespected you to the point of like, you don't even feel like a person. Okay, maybe I can understand that. But still, my suggestion is to take the high road, right? Like, be the bigger person in that situation because I have adopted the philosophy of I never want to give people ammunition against me as a person. And that's the same, that's exactly why I handled the breakup the way I did. I never right. wanted my ex to have the ability to say in that situation that I was the problem. I didn't. And that's why I, I never engaged it at all. I moved forward with my life and just went about my day the way I knew how to, how to handle it. Which was being the bigger person in that situation. Yeah, that's super hard. It is. And it's to even-
1: say it like bluntly, it's very, very difficult to take yeah. the high road. Um, but at the end of the day, you I mean, you have to. I mean, you can easily choose to go off. But I think one thing and I was talking to Brian Zalm about this, um a while ago. Uh she was like you know i've had friends and you know that have come and gone or whatever and have been terrible people or whatever but she's like there's one there's one thing that i can 100% guarantee about myself is i will never share anything that's been told to me like as a secret i could be so angry at you and so disappointed and you could truly suck as a person and you could choose not to talk to me for whatever reason and that's the other person's like Reaction um, towards whatever the situation is. She's like, I will never share secrets. And that's the same way with me. Like, I have plenty of ammunition. Will I use it? No. Because, again, kind of like you said, like, I don't want to give anybody a reason to be like, you're a terrible person for sharing. When I could easily be like, you were a terrible person for saying that out loud to your friends about your friend, like plenty, plenty, but I'm not going to do that because it's not my business to be sharing. And honestly, like it's going to come out without me saying it, it's going to take zero effort for me. And I just, I'm going to sit back with my little popcorn and my tea and just be like, cool, self-destruction. And I had nothing to do with it.
0: Well I'm a big believer in karma. I really am. Like I am. That could be childish to some people but I really do. I believe in energy. <laughs> like for sure. I, I do. I feel like the type of energy that you exude to people and exude to the world is the kind of energy that you attract. And my approach is I, I want to attract the people that are kind. And I, I want to attract the people that if I'm investing my time in them are going to invest their time back in me. Like, right. And that's not everybody. Like that's not everybody. And like, you know, I, I have said a million times over and over again, I have been so lucky to have a really good circle of friends And I think in part, it is because I have grown to adopt the approach of if I'm not feeling like I'm getting back what I'm putting in, then you're an acquaintance. You're not a friend to me. Like you're not.
1: Yeah. I'm a very um, loyal friend. And in the past, (laughs) that's kind of gotten me into trouble. Um, And I'm loyal to a fault. I will always, I, that's who I am. If I'm your friend, kind of like you said earlier, and you need me, I'll be there. Mm -hmm. If I'm not a friend to you, like I'll fudge. I'll probably still be there. (laughs) Um, but if like, if you've done something to me or, you know, something's happened and, and you haven't had my back, that's it. Like I, I, I'm questioning your character, like you're you as a person I'm just like wow okay that's I see where I stand for you and it's very clear that it's not where you stand for me
0: mm-hmm.
1: okay that's fine um and I actually had a friend she was in a circle of like she's a mom and so she had other mom friends you know how moms do they like all stick together mom squad uh, mom squad one day you and me will be our own mom squad from the womb um, yeah. <laughs> um, she was telling me like all these moms were being super petty hypocritical they were talking about each other and it was just so bad and she was like you guys have been my friends for years but I can't keep doing this I can't keep listening to you talk about the, I don't know Angela and poor Angela has no idea what's going on and you know, whatever. So she like had to leave that circle of friends and all of those people in there were so mad at her for leaving their mom's mom squad or whatever. But she's like, I can't be around people like you. She's like, I'm just trying to be a better mom. I'm just trying to be a better wife. I'm just trying to be a better person. And all of your negativity and insecurities are making me feel like shit. So it took a lot for her to leave that group, and I hadn't talked to her in, a, in a, a while. And um, I messaged her about something, and then we got to talking, and then she told me that, and I was just like, "Wow, like that's huge!" Because if like mom squads, like that level of like, it's deep. I don't want to say like it's not like codependence, it's. And codependence has such a negative connotation, but it's like, it's people you lean on that like understand your situation Mm -hmm. and they're like, Hey girl, like I get it. Two kids under two, that blows, you know, like that sucks. That's hard. Yeah. I get it. Like, you know, come, come be friends with us and we can kind of all be there to support each other. Yeah. So leaving a mom squad is like, you might as well just leave a gang at that point.
0: You know, it's, I mean, it's, it's hard. Like, it, it really is hard. It's hard to know when the right decision is to pull the trigger and end a friendship. It really is. Because there's a lot of history there, you know. And I'm not even saying, like, you have to end the friendship. I'm just saying you have to make the decision of where you want to spend more of your time. Yeah. you want to feel like shit all the time, then by me and continue to interact with the people that are making you feel like that. But if you want to have, like, a positive energy you want to have some balance in terms of your emotional feelings towards things then you might need to surround yourself with the people that are also projecting that it's like you know it's like it's like a job like they say wherever you work like basically don't compromise on how you're feeling in your work environment because you spend more time with your coworkers in some cases than you do your own family members and if your coworkers are like constantly negative or your managers are constantly negative gloom doom all the time at some point and we've th- said this before you're gonna feel that too and it's the same with your friends you know it it's really shitty to like kind of be part of hearing a friend slaughter another friend behind their back like it it's a terrible feeling you know Especially if you're caught in the middle of the two. Like, Like, you can either,
1: you can either respond and be like, yeah, or you can just stand there and then it's, like, hella awkward because you're, like, aren't you going to join me? And it's just, like, uh, but, like, I don't really care that whatever's happening. Like, I I don't care. Um, Like, you obviously have an issue. Maybe you need to go seek some help, like, professional help.
0: Well, I just think, like, in situations like people talking behind each other's backs, that's just so petty. Like, be an adult. <laughs> like, if you have a problem with me, I would much rather you take the situation by the balls and handle it like an adult rather than go and say something behind my back. Like, that's not, that's not at all. It's it's, it's
1: really cute. It's It's really cute.
0: It's totally counterproductive. Like, that gets you literally nowhere. (laughs) Like It's like a game of telephone. Like,
1: And honestly, everyone thinks you're annoying. Like, when you talk about other people or you talk about the same thing over and over again, like, people are just like, can you shut up? Like, nobody cares. Literally nobody cares. And I've done the same thing to Natalie when certain things have bothered me or when, like, I'm upset about something, like – you know, work related or just, you know, like body image. We've talked about it in the past and I've, you know, talked about the same thing over and I'm like a broken record. And Brian's like, we've talked about this three times in the last two days, babe. Like pull yourself out of it, pull yourself out of it. You're stronger than this. You're, you're, you are fully capable of, handling it and moving on instead of constantly being sucked back in.
0: Well, and that's the thing. Like when I was looking for a new job, like I was, when I was so unhappy at my last job, I was bringing all of that energy home to Brandon. Every single conversation that we had was about work, about work, like everything. And at some point I just came to the realization. I was like, I am 300% in control of my destiny. Not to sound like very cliche, and I'm like I can either handle this like an adult and find some other place to work that actually might not make me feel like shit or I stay in my current situation and I need to shut the fuck up because that's my decision. Those are those are my actions that I'm putting into play to stay in an environment that is not a healthy environment. Same right. with bad friendships. Like if you are in a caught in a bad friendship or any of this is like sounding like it might be to you, hey, maybe maybe that friendship that I have is is kind of shitty and not a good one. You need to look at it
1: because- Like take a step back and look at the big picture.
0: Take a step back and look at the big picture and actually like ask yourself, am I talking a lot about this situation to other people pretty frequently? Like if it's like a one-off kind of thing, not a big deal. We all have to vent. We all have to get things off our chest. There's things that people are going to do that piss us off. That's fine. That's human. But if it's like a daily thing, like every single day, like you're just fucking miserable talking to that person or you have nothing, nothing nice to say about them. And I take, I take a lot of pride in that because if I have nothing nice to say about someone, like I'm not going to say it. I, I, I don't believe in doing that. But like, if I'm feeling that way, like that's not a good situation to be in. You might need to look at the relationship overall and you might need to look at making a decision of, all right, I can either change this or I can keep being fucking miserable because those are really like the only two outcomes from it. Like I need to either approach this and handle this with an adult-like conversation and make the decision of, I'm gonna put this out there and if you receive it, like let's work on it or you need to embrace it and embrace your actions in it, because the only person that's keeping you in that relationship is you. And it's like a date. It's like amen. Da- it's like dating. You're in a shitty. You have a shitty spouse. You have a shitty boyfriend, girlfriend, whoever. If it's bad, the only person keeping you in that is you. Now, granted, when you're married, there's obviously bigger issues at play there that keep people together. I get that. But if you're not, look at it for what it is. The only person that's getting screwed is you. Right. But, you know, and I think one thing that we haven't really touched on yet, but we've kind of talked about it is is conversation. Um and talking about people behind each other's backs. Like that's a huge piece to this. One of the bigger contributing factors to that though is social media. We bring it up every single time because people get really ballsy behind a computer.
1: (laughs) I know. Some things like when I get message, I'm just like FaceTime me, bitch. FaceTime me. So you can say it to my face.
0: If you can say it to your face, by all means, do it. But if you're only getting strong arm and you're vocalizing yourself through a computer or a text message, you need to grow a pair and grow the fuck up and be an adult about your relationship.
1: You know what's funny is that, like... <laughs> There's this account I follow and she was talking about, she got a, a DM and it was somebody talking bad about her, but the person who, they were like forwarding this girl's story and they forwarded it back to her. And then it was like, oh, I hate her, like blah, blah, blah. blah. And she was just like, okay, do you want my phone number so you can like call me and tell me or were you just going to keep talking to me about me? because? Like, I already know, like, this is fine. And the girl was, like, so apologetic. And she's, like, maybe you should try being honest next time. Like, it was so funny to me. And, I mean, it's hard. Social media is hard. It's really easy to do petty and hypocritical things on social media. I mean, like, I've done it. I'm not perfect. Uh, Again, like, I've talked shit about people. Um, I've done shitty stuff you know, because they feel like it's my right. Like you've done something wrong to me. I'm going to do something wrong to you. Like an eye for an eye. Obviously that doesn't work. (laughs) That does not work. Um, yeah, like I get it. I get why people act a certain way and people say mean things, but There's one thing that I've heard that how people react is a reflection on them and not about you. So like you could be living your best life, right? Doing whatever makes you happy. And someone says something or does something to you that has nothing to do with what you're doing. It's how they feel towards what you're doing. Mm -hmm. So maybe they wish they were doing what you were doing, or maybe they wish they had the balls to do what you're doing, or they aren't seeing any growth. They don't have any personal professional development. Like there's so much like underlying for that person. It has nothing to do with you.
0: Absolutely. Like absolutely
1: nothing to do with you, but it's still very hard knowing that and then making that separation. It is very difficult because immediately like you feel like, what did I do for that person to react that way? And then you're stuck thinking like, I'm a bad person. I'm a terrible friend. Like, but at the end of the day, like the, the people that are there for you in your highs and in your lows, those are the people that you need to be surrounding yourself with that are there for you, that support you, that will tell you like, Hey, I didn't need to hear that right now. You know, like And they're still going to love you like regardless of what happens because like Natalie said earlier, like I value my friendships and they are like family to me. And I think I like value my friends so much because I, again, I'm an only child. So any sort of like personal connection is really important to me Mm -hmm. because I didn't grow up with like having a sister or a brother that I can turn to and be like, I hate this person so much but so that's why i turn to my friends and that's well obviously like Brian more than anybody cuz he's like a vault but it's just hard it's hard when you are ready to make a change or you're ready to get a new job or you're ready to move or or do something that's out of norm for the other person so the confines of that person's life and and routine they don't or outside of their box and you're ready to like jump out and do your own freaking thing and they like they they're not they're not into it and they don't understand why you're doing it you know to meet to leave the mom group you know to leave your current job or whatever or to move out of state like if that's not the norm for someone they're going to look down on it any sort of change is going to bother someone who doesn't have as open mind as you or doesn't have the opportunities that you do? Like, it's gonna be,
0: they're gonna be bitter, and that's on them. I will say, and we could probably end it on this or some pretty close to ending on this. This might be a little bit of a conversation extender. I will say the best thing, best, best, best piece of advice that I've ever heard. I don't know if I actually heard it or if I read it somewhere, but from some source. The best thing I have ever heard is this statement: Insecurities are loud, and confidence is silent. Usually, if someone is, I don't know, talking shit nonstop, they're just do, they're just doing things that aren't really nice all the time. There are usually underlying issues as to why they're doing them. If you have a friend that is constantly, constantly slaughtering another friend behind their back, there is probably an underlying issue that they have, whether it be jealousy, whether it be sadness, whether it be envy. I don't care what it is. There's something there that is making them that way.
1: And maybe instead of like staying silent, when you hear that, you should just ask them like, what are you insecure about? And then see where that conversation goes.
0: Or you can take life by the balls like Ellie does and just really go for the jugular and that one because chances are it might not really go well. No, I've, it's not going to go well. Don't do it. Just I've don't even of, listen to it. Well, I don't like to tie myself into the drama. I just really don't. I, I That's not that, – that is not me. It never has Sometimes
1: been. it's hard. Sometimes you don't intentionally, like, put yourself there. But, like, you look around one day and you're like, how did I get here? Like,
0: how – how is all of this like around me but you know like your friend sometimes you need to make the decision to remove yourself from it even oh if oh my it, gosh she was so bold put it, put it, put yourself in there intentionally you got to do what's best for you like we always talk about this like you got to no, do what's best for, for you sure. if if you're feeling like shit from certain interactions like you need the only person that can f- control that feeling is you
1: My friend has, uh, sorry, has a daughter and a son, and she was just like, I can't have this negativity, like, because then I'm upset, and then I get upset with my kids Mm -hmm. for for doing nothing, for, like, spilling their apple juice in the car. Like, you know, she's like, I just blow up all the time because I'm just so annoyed with everyone and everything that she's like, I, for my kids, too, like, I had to leave that group, and I'm like, oh, my God, mom squads are gangs.
0: (laughs) For Brandon, I had to find another job for myself, whether it be staying in the company or completely leaving the company, which I completely left the company. And I have never been happier because I would bring home so much negative energy all the time and just constantly talk to him all the time about how upset I was. And like the people that you're venting to on a regular basis about this stuff, you gotta remember, like they have their own shit going on too. Like as much as they love you and, like, want to be there to support you, there comes a point in time, and actually, Allie, you've said it in a past episode, there's only, like, so much that they can do to pick you up off the ground. At some yeah. point, you got to be the one to pick yourself up off the ground. And that's the same with friendships and any type of relationship. So, you know, it's not easy. I, again, like I say, I say this stuff like it's the easiest stuff in the world for me. It's not. But sometimes being an adult and handling your shit like an adult, as hard as it is, is the best thing that you can do for yourself in some cases. And friendships or any type of relationship is an exact testament to that. Yeah, (laughs)
1: absolutely. No, you are 100% correct. And I wanted to touch on, like you mentioned, um, like the people you surround yourself with. And it's like a Rachel Hollis quote. Again, we always freaking quote Rachel Hollis because really she quotable. gets it. She just yeah. gets it. Yeah. And she's like, you are the average. I mean, I'm sure she's the one who said this, but you're the average of like the five closest people you surround yourself with. So if you find yourself being really negative, being sad, being upset, being jealous, um, or talking shit about other people, like if that's you, you might need to see who you're constantly around. Because at my last job, or not my last job, but like, it doesn't matter, a past job, I was so upset. I had one person or maybe two people there that were positive people, but negativity spreads, okay? It, it, that is also a cancer Mm -hmm. because one person's negative and then that person is mean to someone else and then that person becomes negative and then before you know it you're like cursing out your kids or your bu- husband or boyfriend or or you look in the mirror and you talk shit to yourself like you have to see who you're surrounded by and if you notice that it's not good like Natalie said earlier you have the power to change that or stay in it like you can fester and you can marinate in negativity or you can take yourself out take yourself out of it like distance yourself you know and then by distancing you're able to see the whole the bigger picture and say hey like this isn't for me this isn't for me I want to do X Y and Z and you guys aren't this just isn't the right place for me like it doesn't mean that the people that you're leaving are bad Mm -hmm. people or your work is a terrible job, or your husband that you're leaving, or your boyfriend that you're leaving is like truly a terrible person. Sometimes it just isn't the right fit. Like you're trying to fit a square into a circle, whole thing. It's sometimes it doesn't matter. Like it, you're just not compatible. And that's nothing bad on them and something bad on you. It's just y'all are meant to be together and that's okay eventually you will find the group of people you're you're supposed to be with, the job you're supposed to be in, the significant other that compliments you. And it comes with trial and error. Like it really does come with trial and error. And as sucky as it is to find out that people you've invested your time in like don't think, care or they don't they don't care about you is a really tough pill to swallow. And, but just take a big old gulp of water and swallow that bitch. And by bitch, I mean pill, like bitter pill, swallow that horse pill. But seriously, guys, like you have the power to make it, to make yourself a better person or a happier person or live a more like fulfilling life. And if you're comfortable staying where you are, cool, cool. Like that's all I can say is great. Then When you look back and you're like, did I live a really happy, fulfilled, genuine life that I'm proud of? And you can say, absolutely, great. And you, then fantastic. But I never, like personally, I never want to look back and think that I've wasted time, that I've been unhappy, that I've compromised something that I'm passionate about or that I like to do to please other people. And I've had this talk with my parents too, because you know, my parents are very much like, Allie, you have to, you know, do A, B, and C. And so I've done A, B, and C. And now that I'm like, looking back, I'm like, I don't even think I wanted to do that. But like, I'm not going to go back and redo what I've done because there's no time for that. <laughs> so you kind of have to, I don't know, roll with the punches and figure it out. And Brian told me this yesterday. I was talking about being perfect. Like I, I always dive into things trying to be perfect and, and I burn out. He's like, you have to give yourself some grace to mess up and to know that just because this relationship with your boss didn't work out, the relationship with the people you work with didn't work out, relationship with friends didn't work out. It's not on them. It's not on you. It just didn't freaking work out. And like, that's it. And don't beat yourself up about it. I mean, if you guys aren't willing to talk about the elephant in the room, then walk out of the fucking room and close the door and like, just move on, you know? I don't know. That's all I have.
0: And that's all I got. I've gone on plenty of rants with this conversation. It's not easy you guys, but like whatever decision you make, as always just own it, just own it and embrace it. Cause it's your life. No one can live it for you other than you. And you have complete control over it. And however you want to roll with things that is on you just own your decisions, own your relationships. That's all we have yep. to say. So yep. Ally, on a lighter note to end the episode, as always, where can people find us?
1: Sorry, I have one more thing to say.
0: Oh my God, Ally! You can like raise a hand, pause, nothing. <laughs>
1: Hold on. My mom texted me. I was texting back. I was writing back. It's very simple. Just be happy. Just be happy. Know what your happiness looks like and don't let anything get in the way of that. I mean, obviously, there are going to be obstacles, but you have to, like, overcome them. And it's hard. It's tough. But at the end of the little road is, like, the life that you want, Mm -hmm. right? The one that you want to live. And that's all I'm saying. Anyway, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at my not so balance life. And you can find us on our website, which is my not so Balanced life Um, for streaming our episodes, we are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and now iHeartRadio. So Ooh. tell your mama, tell your grandma, and tell the dog walker that they need to listen to this ep- podcast and this episode. Um And we release episodes every Tuesday. And for those that have tuned in every single week, y'all are the real MVPs. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Natalie. You can finish it off.
0: That's all I got, you guys. She summed it up. Just tune in every single Tuesday for new episodes. Oh, 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 one more thing. JK, I lied. Please, if you are feeling so inclined, leave a great review on Apple Podcasts. Like we say every week are feeling fancy a five would be great anything less than a three or like add a three just like contact us so we can No, like
1: anything it. less than a four yeah.
0: write us in because it might just yeah. be
1: user error. I'm just kidding I'm oh just kidding
0: God. I'm just kidding but like seriously if you have some like we said today like just talk to us if you have some serious hang-ups about like the podcast or like the content or something like that just like contact us we're really open people you know we won't be judgy about it but like you know just let us know that way we have the opportunity on
1: instagram (laughs) i'm I'm just kidding oh my
0: god i'm full of jokes today (laughs) jokester but like she's seriously joking but that's all we got you guys as always stay tuned every single tuesday and we'll talk to you guys soon Bye. Bye. bye